Hey there, welcome back to another episode of Talk to Tatiana. And I wanted to take a moment this month to talk to you a little bit about kind of starting a business and quitting your job and going all in and being free and, and so on and so forth. So most people start businesses because, you know, for one of these reasons, they're burnt out at their job. They want to be free and not have to ask for permission to go to the doctor, take their kid to the doctor, or stay at work from home because their kid is sick or been been quarantined or whatever. Um, also, another reason is just being not passionate about the job, maybe bad boss or bad toxic environment rather rather than bad or whatever. Another reason is just passion for something, um, passion for a business or uh, a process or uh, maybe a skill for something. So one of those things usually is um, the underlying reason for people starting a business. But I think the goal for most people who start a business is being their own boss and making money, doing what they love and or selling that business potentially someday. Some people don't want to sell it. Some people do. So what I wanted to talk about today is actually why it's important to not quit quit your job as soon as you've gotten an idea for a business or not listen to, let's say, a coach or um, someone who says, you know, quit your job. You'll get there faster. You'll um, you will go all in. You will not have any distractions. Well, not all of us can afford that. And I know a couple of people who've done that, who've listened to somebody like that and uh, quit their jobs and have been very stressed out financially for six to 12 months, sometimes longer. And so I don't believe in that. I believe in starting a business safer. I believe in growing from profits. So typically the clients that I work with where they're established businesses and we try to implement a cash management system or talk about potentially a um, some sort of a, a setup where they become more profitable and pay less money in tax uh, or just grow their business um, and do it smart, I always talk about growing from profit. What that means is you actually know how much money you bring in, how much money you spend, and stop living in potential and start living in actual. Yes, the downside to this is, even though I don't think it's a downside, the downside to this is that when you grow from profit, you go slower. You wait six months to a year to invest in the next piece of equipment. You wait to invest in a coach. Um, You make a decision to not continue with the coach because you've gotten everything that you needed. That which is what coaching is supposed to be. Coaching is never supposed to be an ongoing thing, um, and so on and so forth. And so, yes, when you grow from profit or out of profit, uh, rather, um, you actually grow slower. But sometimes, actually a lot of times, when you don't grow out of profit, when you borrow, um, charge a lot of money, for different things because of their potential for your business, you can end up actually broke. And so it breaks my heart. And the reason I'm talking about this to you today is that it really breaks my heart to see businesses shut down. And the statistic is just 
daunting. Uh, over 50% of businesses don't make it to five-year mark, to a five-year mark. Over half of businesses don't make it to a five-year mark. Imagine that. That's a pretty huge statistic. And I've been working with small businesses for probably 16 years at this point, probably even soon to be 17. And what I found was that businesses, I've seen a business that was basically spending a lot of money on marketing, which I have nothing against, but if that's done unsmart, um, to be, you know, to be polite and nice, then you can end up just spending all of that money and your brand will never make it. I've worked with a marketing person um, a number of years ago, um, and this person knew all the ins and outs of marketing, have been in marketing forever, branding, and really loved what they did. And then they got carried away. They started a business of selling a specific item online. And I talk about this in my book. And um, they started, they, they were selling things and they were investing heavily in advertising, which first year, second year, I understand. But I've been telling them, uh, the business owners and the managers, that you really need to understand what your return on ad spend is. Instead, I was told, well, our top line is growing. We've doubled our sales. That's great. But are you making money? And the answer was no. And that has kind of gone on for about three or four years. I've left, um, no longer provided the services to them. They were always late to pay and nice people really enjoyed working with them, but um, they never listened. They never, um, they always lived in the future. Potentially, once the brand is established, we're going to make a lot of money. Well, what about the in between? And so I have a personal pet peeve where I, um, I'm very conservative when it comes to cash flow and so and spending. Um, conservative, but also flexible in different ways. But my goal is when you are spending money in your business, when you're buying the next, uh, I don't know, equipment or a coaching program or whatever it is, that you actually know you have an exact plan of when you're going to make this money back and you are not going to invest again until you do which is something that we are all prone to, the shiny object syndrome. There's nothing wrong with the shiny object syndrome in general, but when we are buying new programs, which I've done myself a number of times, a new next program, cool, exciting, how can I incorporate this into my business? Well, I have finished most of them, which is uncommon. Uh, I believe 90% of people don't ever do anything with the courses that they buy. But um, I've actually finished most of them except for one and probably not going to finish that one. Um, but I've done all of them. I've spent an, a ton of money on, on the courses and the programs and development and coaching and so on and so forth, which I regret none of. But um, I was always chasing the shiny object. Oh, the next cool thing for my business. How can I make this work? And, and, and what happened was that I've taken on a lot of stuff onto my plate and couldn't handle it. So I got burnt out mentally, emotionally, physically, um, and decided, you know what? I need to stay in alignment with where I'm going and where I want to be personally as a person, as a human being. And I need to stay in alignment with where I want to be financially as well. And so I'm okay kind of um, 
toughing, toughing it out or whatever that expression is for some time as I move towards my, toward my dream. And I think that, um, many of us can do that. And when you're working at a job that you don't like or hate, or maybe it's a great job, but you just want to be free and want to do something completely different, maybe that's when you make a decision, but don't dive all in, grow from profit, set up systems, set up processes, set up, make all the decisions that you need to make as a starting out business owner before you actually do that. Uh, a, friend, a friend of mine uh, from high school, actually, Veronica, I talk about her a lot. I actually am working on a TED Talk related to um, to something that she did, and she's definitely featured in my TED Talk. Um, and what she she was she loved dancing since since she was six. When her mom or I don't remember if it was her mom or her dad that took her to um, her first dance lesson, she still remembers that dance lesson. And so um, she's been kind of dancing throughout school and, you know, taking classes and da, da, da. And, and then when she graduated, you know, we as people from the Soviet, from former Soviet Union, were very uh, brainwashed to, oh, you have to study really well, otherwise you, you're going to be a loser and stuff like that, which is maybe a partial somewhere true, but <laughs> that's not the point. The point is that um, she was forced to study really well, to have good grades. And so she was also forced to get a good education despite her passion for dancing. Uh, so she was kind of forced to, um, go in, um, and get like an accounting degree and so on. But throughout the uh, college studies, while she was in college, she was actually also operating a little dance studio on the, on the side. Um, after a couple of years of college, she actually moved um, to the United States about the same year that I did. And um, she went, you know, to complete her bachelor's and needed to support herself and things like that. So her dream was kind of set aside. Her passion was set aside. Um, and she got a really great job after college. She's ma majored in marketing and um, she got a job at a, a national bank, a, a pretty large national bank. And worked there and really enjoyed the work, the uh, focus groups and the market research and things like that. And what's interesting is that one day she was sitting with her colleagues. And this was, you know, four or five years into being an employee of the bank. Um, she was sitting with her friends, with her colleagues at a, a theater or whatever, like a, a location, like a theater type setup. And the CEO of the bank was delivering his address and he was talking about how the bank, how well the bank has done and, and things like that. And um, then he said, you know, thank you for helping me um, build my dream. And Veronica th thought, wait a minute, uh, what about my dream? <laughs> and so that was a turning point in her life because she realized that she kind of set her passion aside and she really would love nothing more than dancing and teaching little ballerinas to dance and, and so on and so forth. So, um, after a conversation with her husband, she actually put in her notice and it was a really good parting because she really enjoyed her job and, and the, the workplace and et cetera, but something was missing and she knew that. And so she decided to go after him and she did. And so now she has her, um, dance studio, uh, in Washington, D.C. metro area, uh, and she really enjoys it. She 
loves doing what she what she does and she makes money on it and um, to support her family to contribute to her family as well and it's really um, amazing to see how much she enjoys it I follow her on Instagram and it's um, and you can and you can too actually um, shape of you dance is the Instagram um, handle and it really is awesome to see how um, people get reunited and get called back to their to their passion, to their calling, um, and, um, and build it slowly. She you know, it took her two, two, three years from that point to really find her place and find her, um, set up and so on and so forth. She had a family and kids and so on. And so, um, it was really interesting to, to watch. And it's really cool to see someone so passionate about something. So when you are thinking about why your why, and what you really enjoy in your life. Think about how you can make money on it. And there are things that you need to figure out first. The numbers you have to run. Does the math work? Will people buy? Will they buy from you? Um, all of those things. The business model, which all of them are, by the way, in my checklist. If you go to tatianasoyer.com um, and scroll down, you'll see the checklist, checklist pop up. So that's really powerful. And so I encourage you to not quit yet. And I've done this myself too. In 2012, I got pregnant uh, right before tax season, which was very planned, uh, just like an accountant would do. <laughs> and I decided, you know what? I don't want my child that's growing inside me to endure the stress of tax season, the hours, um, the physical exhaustion, the mental exhaustion, the bad food, because you eat randomly at random times because there's no time for anything. And so I quit. Um, but I already had two, two small bookkeeping clients and I knew I could sustain that salary. Um, so I quit and um, I worked there for about two, two years before I decided to quit. Um, and even though the place was amazing, I've learned so much there. I hated being someone's employee. It just wasn't my thing. Within six months, I knew that I'm never going to want to be someone's employee. And so I quit. Um, and I've enjoyed it ever since. I remember the first Monday I thought, oh my God, I don't have to go to work. That's awesome. <laughs> I don't have to tell somebody to, oh, sorry, I'm going to miss half a day because I have to go to the doctor or something. And so now with kids, it's the same thing. I don't have to tell someone, you know what? I don't want to, I can't come to work because my kid is quarantined at home. So, uh, there's certainly freedom in entrepreneurship, but sometimes, sometimes you just have to work for a year or two or three to build that freedom first before you can quit and dive all in. Um, so my lesson for today is don't quit just yet. Get a plan, get a plan together, set your goals. When you are going to have X in the bank account or X coming in every month consistently, I'm going to put in my notice, or maybe I'll do it a month before and I have some savings. So have a plan run the numbers and understand what the exposure is and how likely you're going to make it. And honestly, a quick um, bonus tip for you for today is when you develop your business model, make sure that you build in not only one-time revenue, so a project here, a project there. That's great. But here's the thing. You have to hunt for projects all the time, and sometimes you just won't have any. Figure out how to create recurring revenue as well so that you can count on something 
to be there and then supplement your income by those projects that you can do. Figure out a way, whether it's a course, whether it's a, um, a membership program or mentorship or whatever it is that can augment your business, but also provide access to you sort of um, a lower priced access, maybe through a group coaching or a membership or a digital course, create something else. Because I always preach having separate, different line, um, different sources of revenue in a business. Maybe it's a different business, but figure it out and do it safe. And this way you won't have to stress out about money while your business is growing and scaling. All right, my friend, that's it for today. Enjoy the week, um, the week weekend. Um, and I'll talk to you next week. Uh, we have a really great guest coming up. Bye.